a gap in the bank where flood water escapes, or better known as Wilcania, the town that was the site of Edmund Resch's first brewery. Ed had been prospecting in far western New South Wales before settling in Wilcania, a town on the edge of the New South Wales desert and the banks of the Darling River, a river known before today's name for thousands of years as Barker. Edmund had chosen wisely to base himself here, a transport hub for both pastoralists and miners, the port grew to be the third largest in New South Wales. With 222 steamers reportedly stopping in Wilcania in 1887. The steamers would have been packed with wool and minerals, a true transport hub, with prospectors both up and down river on the hunt for gold and opals. They flooded from Silverton to Mount Brown and White Cliffs. Wilcania was thriving and the Darling River provided the artery to make its heart beat. By the late 1800s, the town was known as Queen City of the West. An extract from They Struck Opal by Ted Murphy, said to be a bushman's man, an opal gouger from Whitecliffs, tells us, Edmund Resch started making lemonade by hand. I'd often seen him pushing a handcart through the sand and delivering to the pubs. Later he had a lemonade factory, then built the Lion Brewery and supplied the town and country. We know that from that aerated waters factory where Ed made the lemonade, he settled on the idea of brewing beer. He set it about learning the skill. Employed in the early days of brewer, Henry Morton, a man said to have a good knowledge of brewing. And when success allowed, Edmund journeyed back to Germany, learning German brew methods, always upskilling himself, always going forward. He persuaded his younger brothers to learn to be brewmasters, bringing first one brother, then another, out to work with him. Emil and Richard Resch bringing their skills with them to the Red Line Brewery and setting up a family business. Edmund also met and somehow persuaded Carolina Rach on one of these trips back to Germany, not only to marry him, but to come and make a life with him in Wilcania. Family stories tell us that Ed had shared a carriage with Lena's father on a long train journey in Germany. And as a result of the friendship they struck up, he invited Ed to stay at his house, where he immediately fell in love when he laid eyes on the beautiful Lena. Beautiful, but no doubt about it. Tough and resilient. She married and set sail with him. Their two sons were born in Wilcania, where Edmund built his family home for them, the brewery house next to the river. Edmund also built and owned three hotels in Wilcania, the Queen's Head, the Club Hotel and the Crown. I understand that he was held in high esteem in the town. Of course, this was pre-First World War and any anti-German feelings that were yet to materialise in Australia. Though sadly they did later, causing an argument in town in 1917, long after Edmund had left Wilcania, over the naming of a park that was meant to be named in his honour. Edmund had retired from Wilcania to Melbourne in not particularly great health. Hard work had taken its toll. His brother Richard remained in country New South Wales, taking over the brewery at Cootamundra, and his other brother Emil had put a portfolio of small country breweries together, uniting them into the Carlton and United Brewery, and also moving to Melbourne, where his son Carl continued to brew. At this stage, he is the last master brewer in the Resch family, writing many recipes that influence today's Australian beers and completing his PhD on studies into chemistry and the hot flour. A widely unused ingredient in the Wilcania days 
as like the glass blowing industry for bottling beer, hop growing for making beer was yet to be commercially viable in Australia. Records show that hops were planted as early as 1803, but they also tell us that there was a boom or bust nature of the hop industry with challenges in regard to yield. Hence, it seems that many of the early recipes here used wheat or more likely barley as their key ingredient. Today, what is left of the brewery houses the golf club. The, so, the surviving hotels were transferred to tooth ownership when the breweries amalgamated after Edmund's death. And in a crazy act of modern logistics, the current owners of Resha's and CUB are unable to supply Resha's to the town where it began, as the supplies are sent from South Australia, not New South Wales. <laughs> I'm going to have to see if there's anything we can do about that. We hear a lot about Wilcannia well, in the news at the moment, and I wish all the residents well. I look forward to going on a trip out west when possible. I'd like to stand on the banks of the Darling River and see where the hard work, fresh water, good grain, and Lena's support of my great-grandfather mobilised an astonishing career as a brewer. In Edmund, we trust. I leave you today with an extract from The Song of the Darling River, written by Henry Lawson in 1889. The skies are brass and the plains are bare. Death and ruin are everywhere. And all that is left of the last year's floods is a sticky stream on the grey-black muds. The stalked seams bubble and the quagmires quiver, and this is the dirge of the Darling River.